The art of a good dad joke is delivery. If you can get, you can go monotone and then hit them with the punchline right at the end, the kids, they'll give you a good laugh, even if they don't get it. Ladies and gentlemen, episode 13 of Hang Time. We have a rare treat this week. Um, good buddy of mine in the locker room, outside of the locker room, but also for those of you that get to watch, that get to see the video of Hang Time, you get to be dazzled by his smile and his personality. And for those of you listening on Spotify, you get to listen to one of the best deep jazz 3 a.m. DJ radio voices maybe I've ever heard. Ladies and gentlemen, Logan Thomas. Logan, what's up, buddy? What's up, Trust? Thanks for having me, buddy. I'm sorry about that intro, but I really wanted people, I wanted to convey my bias toward you as a friend, as a person. And then honestly, man, I don't know the people listening on Spotify. I don't know what they think of freaking my voice or what they think of Heineke or what they thought of Mac, you know, a week ago. But dude, I could guarantee you there's just going to be satisfaction. I hope nobody falls asleep at the wheel just being that soothing, <laughs> just nice voice, man. You know what? That's not the first time I've heard that. So I'm good with that, you know. You know, if this leads to something down the road, I'd be cool with it. Dude, I, I tell you what, I can hear it, man. I truly can. So let me ask you, I know, and we'll get to talking about the family a little later here on Hang Time. We talk a little ball. We talk a little life. Do you have a different level as a dad? So, guys, Logan has five dudes. They got five boys. Does that does that voice hit a different level when you're ticked off and you're laying down some law, man? You know, it's it's still deep. Like, that's not going anywhere. But when the volume goes up, it's kind of like when you hear a bear roar. So they kind of stop in their tracks when I do that. Dude, because I'll be I'll be teasing Bree there. We got two, we got two yellow labs and uh Marley and Tigo. Well, we kind of joke around that Marley's my dog, Tigo's hers. And she goes, Well, Marley just doesn't freaking listen to me. I go, Well, do you hear yourself when you're trying to lay down the law? Like your voice goes so high when you're, you know, getting on to it. I'm not sure if I'd listen to you either. It's like, golly, man, I don't know. What are you trying to do over here? But I can uh, I can only imagine the the bear, the bear of Logan Thomas when you're getting all ticked off, man. But dude, uh, how you how you feeling? Everything, everything good? Start of the offseason, starting to come along, everything rehab wise, knee, knee not killing you, hopefully, things like that. Yeah, we're out of the knee killing me stage, thankfully. All season's been good, just been able to relax, be with the kids. I mean, not that they go to school anymore at the snow that we're having here in northern virginia so yeah but everything's been great everything's been good and you know a month out of surgery now and we're getting there heck yeah man well dude i want to i want to talk a little ball obviously we played together i want to show a, a couple of highlights that we could talk about a couple of things specifically with the tight end position obviously starting with you and the touchdown catch right out the gate first game of the year against the chargers now float do you participate in fantasy football? I do. I've been playing it since I was like 12 years old with my buddies from back home. Do you do you pick up yourself? A lot of times I, I put a real value on myself, so I don't get too ahead of myself. If I think that I'm the fifth tight end taken, I will take me as the fifth tight end taken if it comes okay. in. And a okay. lot of times my buddies get me a little earlier. Yes, uh, I would be one of those buddies. So week one, now, 
I kind of, I kind of, I don't know if it's technically illegal in the fantasy football world. I know like in the financial industry, it is sincerely frowned upon, but the insider trading info, you may have seen me at practice. I just watch a lot of practice. We have one punt period, sometimes a field goal period, and then I'm chilling. So what I come to notice is Heineke fits magic in the training camp. Dude, you were thrown to a lot in that training camp. So I was like, yeah, I think I see something that's going on here. So, dude, I got to say, week one, you coming out with a freaking sweet touchdown. I just, big fan. And two of the three leagues I was in, Logan Thomas was my tight end. So, man, I always appreciate those touchdown catches. <laughs> well, first I'll say you're welcome. And then second, I'll say sorry. Ah, <laughs> missed dude. a couple games for you this year. No, man, forget, dude, that's football. Speaking, speaking of having to miss some games, we have talked about Ricky Seals Jones on hang time here. And I always laugh because I feel like Ricky's swagger, the be even the beanie that he would always wear every single day. And then the dude's name, like Ricky Seals Jones. I feel like he should have been playing in like the eighties in the NFL. I feel like when you hear that, no name, like, yeah, there's no way he played in 2021. <laughs> For sure. And you would have like, he would have some really cool nickname. Yeah. Yeah. This, so we were we were talking a little bit like like Hop and I, Joey Sly and I, Cheese. Like watching, we'll get to we'll get to your transformation into a tight end. But like watching Rick play, and I got to talk to Rick like a, a good bit this year, just getting to know him more and more. Was yeah. was this dude like full blown receiver ever, or has he always been a tight end? Do you know the details of his history? Yeah, he was a full blown receiver um, up until he got. He was undrafted to Arizona. Okay. So he would play receiver in college, uh, obviously a big size receiver, and then yeah. made, the switch in the, made the switch in the league. Yeah, dude, do you see that? You see that kind of going this way in the league, man? You see some guys that just how dominant like you guys can be, like with your guys' size and the way you move and these freaking catches. Like the DB, like even in that highlight that we're watching uh, against the Giants, like. I don't know what a DB could do. Like these dudes standing next to you, it's like me standing next to you. It's comical. Like, how am I going to keep you from getting the ball, man? I do. I, honestly, I do. Let's see where the league is going with this. It's, they're going to take six four plus guys uh, who are athletic, can run, um, and just create matchups. I mean, that's really what it is. That's what the offensive football is: is create matchups. And you know, rookie six four right there going against the DB is probably five ten to six foot. So. Yeah. We're giving up four inches to, you know, yeah. six inches right off the jump. Yeah, no doubt. Well, dude, I, uh, I was kind of, I was kind of teasing my wife a little bit with, uh, whenever she, <laughs> she's trying to get onto the dogs. I think the same level of inflection of the high pitch that I go in my voice, uh, is whenever I have a good buddy on the team, make a ridiculous play. So, <laughs> uh, I would like our house call presented by Van Meter Homes to go back to Vegas and this freaking catch that you made in Vegas. Now, I know that you probably see me as like this ultra cool, calm and collected guy. You know, I'm just, you know, I'm just, I'm that dude. But when you made this catch, now, now refresh my memory. I know that you were coming back into game action. Was that this game or were you the game prior to this? It had to be soon. Yeah, it was the game prior to this. I came back against Seattle and then this was the very next the first drive of the very next game. Yes, and dude, I 
once again, I have great seats to watch the game because I'm waiting to see if going for a field goal, whatever's up. And I see that ball go up and shame on me. I'm like, oh, dadgummit, that's going into the freaking stands. And then whop, like, dude, that is, I just, I wish I played a position that whenever you make a play, it's like, you know, it's something on SportsCenter. Does that, and I'm, I mentioned the cool, calm, and collected. That, that is actually you. I am not that guy at all. When these plays happen and you go up, moss somebody one-handed on the road, do you do you know, like, all right, that was freaking dope? Or is it just <laughs> you're in the moment? It's like, all right, touchdown. Here we go, guys. <laughs> no, you definitely know when you make a play. Uh, yeah. Not all plays are equal when you're out there. And one like that is one of those ones you'll you'll remember for a long time. No you know, when we're old and gray, we'll be telling our grandkids about it. You'll be telling your grandkids that I made it. And then I'll be telling my grandkids, hey, remember back in the day, back in 2021? <laughs> yeah, I think uh, I've, I've always told my buddies and stuff, I think by the time I'm a grandpa, uh, I think I'm going to ditch the punter title and I, I would have just played quarterback in the NFL. I'm just going to lie my freaking tail off. Dude, you can do it, man. Yeah. I see your arm. You got a, little, got a little something behind it. Dude, I do I do have an arm and I always tell everybody when you know we call the fake punts, I, I'm really good as long as the defense, the defense doesn't know it's coming because I haven't played a position since sophomore year of high school and I forgot what cover two, cover three, I forgot what all those mean, so I'd be screwed if the defense actually plays me, man. Well, you know what? I think you're just going to get man-to-man, so I think you'd be all right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude. All right, man. So I've got a little bit of a treat for you here in the uh, in the specialist world. Um, obviously, you have come to know our wonderful rookie long snapper. I guess, is he is he still technically a rookie until like that fourth game now of his second year? How long am I allowed to consider him a rookie? Do you know? Um, I don't think the official is out there um, but I'm going to put my bet down or my hand forward for three games into your second year deal. once you hit that mark no longer rookie deal I I dig that plus he'll always be younger than me so I'll just be able to hold that over but buddy I got to give credit where credit is due we have a cheese break delivered by Grubhub by Cameron Cheeseman Logue just check this out real quick man Thanks, Tress. Today we have American Slices. American cheese single slices as we know them started being served in individual plastic sleeves in 1965. And did you know that the world record for the most singles eaten in three minutes is 46? I didn't know that, but that sure seems beatable. Let's give this one a try. Hmm, it's the basic, the classic. Not bad, 4.5. Back to you, Tress. Logue, you cannot have a rookie long snapper with the last name Cheeseman. And then the first year you have a punter doing a podcast with the guys. You cannot have him not do something cheesy. And I am just, I am just so proud of the man he has become through these cheese breaks, the fun facts that he gives us. And dude, I think he's really on to something, man. What did you think of your first cheese? Well, I say first cheese break, getting to witness it here on Hang Time with me, man. I thought it was well done. Uh, cheese is awesome. I I was informed <laughs> beyond belief. I didn't know that 47 singles were eight. Yeah. <laughs> but I think he's got a career in uh, in ad, ad services there. 
I think he sent out like a world record of DMs uh, throughout Twitter to different things. I know that actually Velveeta gave him a little bit of action. I think I think we might be able to find something and show it up on uh, everybody watching. But Velveeta on Twitter came out and like maybe I don't remember if it was like them shooting the eyeballs or if it was something like that. But your last name is Cheese, man, and you're in the NFL. You got to be able to speak something, man, right? Yeah, you definitely got to use that last name. Yeah. You yeah. You're just wasting time if you're not. <laughs> All right, dude. So I told you I wanted to talk about your transition a little bit. So you and I were in college together, obviously me with the Sooners, you with the Hokies. I remember watching you play. Was it Florida State in the ACC championship? Yep. So I, I remember watching you play Power 5 football, conference championship football, at the position of quarterback. Yep. It could be as detailed as you want. It could be as funny, as serious, as heartfelt as you want. How in, how in the heck did you go from quarterback of big-time ACC football to now your punter on your NFL team is drafting you for his fantasy team? Like, one, just sheer athleticism. Touche to you. That's awesome. But dude, give us dude, give us some of the mentality of that, the ups, the downs, whatever that may be. But yeah, I'll, I'll give you the full story. I'll make it as fast as I can. So my grandfather, uh, his name is Cliff Thomas. Like my dad, he did everything. I mean, it, we would go to the side yard of his house, and we would just start throwing football, throwing football, throwing football, throwing football. So I developed an arm at the time, and then because I'm always having to catch it on the way back from a grown up my hands started to develop, right? Yeah. So, so I was always like catching the football and then I played running back all through Little League, three butcher. Dude, how big, how big were you? Oh, I was I was this much taller than everybody else <laughs> in Little League. Just running through people. Oh, man. Uh, and then in eighth grade, ninth grade, 10th grade, um, I played receiver, but then they'd sometimes put me in a quarterback, played receiver, sometimes put me in a quarterback. Um, my 10th grade year, I broke like all of our school records at receiver. And then I went into my junior year playing receiver again, but the quarterback had graduated. And so like game four, the coach came up to me and was like, look, you're just not touching the ball enough. I'm moving you to quarterback for good. Now throw it to yourself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I had some really good receivers, man. I had um, one receiver get a preferred walk on to James Madison University. Yeah. One receiver get a scholarship to VMI. Nice. Another receiver get a uh, preferred walk-on to Liberty University. So we had guys that yeah, man, playing. Yeah. yeah. And so that's when I switched to, to a quarterback for for good. It was my fourth game of my junior season in high school. And then I got into college. They were like, look, you're going to play H-back. You know, like a move hybrid tight end, kind of like what I do now. Yeah. And... So that's what they recruited me as. And then I stepped foot on campus and they're like, look, something happened. Oh, my goodness. If something <laughs> happens to Tyrod this year, you're our guy. You're gonna have to come in and play. And so we're moving you to quarterback. I'm like, oh, okay. You know, not exactly what I signed up for, but yeah. you know, two years went by, nothing happened to Tyrod. It was all good. It was perfect. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then my time came to be be the starter. And, you know, I think we went eleven and three my first year. Yeah. Um, went to the ACC championship and ended up in the Sugar Bowl uh, against Michigan. And then 
you know, went through my my career at Tech. It went really well. Yeah, had some good games, had some bad games, but all in all, um, had a lot of had a lot of fun in college and and learned a lot of football. Yeah, drafted to the Cardinals in the fourth round, um, 120th pick. Uh, was there for one season, got cut, and then went to Miami um, for a season. This was this was as a quarterback, correct? As a quarterback, drafted as a quarterback. Yep. Um, first season in Miami, cut. Second season, or excuse me, in Arizona, cut. Second season in Miami, cut. Then I went to the New York Giants for training camp and got cut, and I was at home on the couch for like 10, 12 weeks, something like that. I did not know that, dude. Yeah, and so I was like, you know what, I'm, I'm done with this. Then took a couple, um, took, took took a couple visits for workouts and such. One to Philly, and then one to Detroit. And then when I went to Detroit, after I finished working out as a quarterback, um, they asked me if I GM's name was Bob Quinn. He asked me if I would run some routes. Ran a couple routes, and he was like, "Look, Logan, that looked really good. Your body type, the way you move, your fluidity." Um, you know, I've worked with guys like your size, and I think you have a shot to, to make the move. And we want to offer you a practice squad contract here in Detroit. And I was like, shoot, all right. And so were you, were you, were you a, now? And I know I, I spent one season on the couch, and I know you're saying it was 10 to 12 weeks with you on the couch. At that point, were you like, I mean, hey, I'll make the switch right now if I'm starting to get some action and get some serious looks. Or was that was that a little bit of a tougher pill to swallow or what? Um, I'd say I was probably 50-50, like 50% like, man, I can still play quarterback. I feel like I haven't had the right opportunity. Yep. I feel like if I had the opportunity, I could still go play and do something for myself. The other 50 was like, man, I know I can make the switch and I think I can be pretty good at it. Um, I got the body type for it. I've been blessed with the athleticism, yeah. like you said earlier. And um, so, yeah, it was like a, it was a tough pill to swallow, but not too tough. It wasn't a, it wasn't a horse pill. It was just a normal, you know, aspirin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude. So I'm a, I'm a, I think I, I'd like to, I like to blame it on, you know, having the family, having the kids it making me soft. I'm starting to realize I'm just kind of a, a soft dude, but I like, there was a few details. I knew your story. There was a few details, like I, like the 10 to 12 weeks on the couch, like things like that. I, I Things learning about your your journey just now to who who you are for us. And I don't I don't mean, obviously, like your your talent on the field, but like full transparency. I voted for you as a team captain this year and you were one of our team captains. The, the way you treat people, your work ethic the joy you like bring to people like you dude you got the good sultry voice but you're you're a joyful like happy dude to be around and then obviously busting your tail and how you perform on the field like I mean was that was that upbringing was that the the trials tribulations crap that you went through like with the joy and the the relationships that you build with guys I don't ever see you have a bad conversation with anybody and I I, I really respect that about you man I appreciate that. Yeah, I have to attest a lot of it was how I was raised. Um, I was kind of just raised to be a social butterfly. My mom always brought me around uh, people at her work or uh, if I was with my grandparents, I was always out in public. I was at church. Um, Then so when I was younger, my mom raised me, but I was always with my grandparents and my aunt and uncle. My aunt and uncle has uh, two kids that are my cousins, and I basically lived in their house uh, with them a couple nights a week. And so I was always just bouncing around between people and people. And 
um, that's how I developed my socialness. But then um, just the people I surround myself with, that, that's what helps yeah know, grounded keep me who i am and that's cool man. i've seen a lot of things in this life i understand a lot of things in this life um you know i've seen the ups i've seen the downs and i know how to talk through kind of all of it and you know every day should be a joyous day you shouldn't have bad days and because your days are what they make them and you know if i see a guy that's down i'm gonna say something and yeah man. You know, honestly i just want to put a smile on people's faces too because yeah. you know, laughing's fun it is, it is very apparent that I gotta say, you know, and me, like, well, both of us were veterans in the locker room, but I just appreciate it. You walking by my locker to get something out of the equipment room and you always just stop by, ask how the family's doing. Ask that. I mean, I do, that is uh don't, don't ever lose that, man. That is, that is really awesome. That, uh, and if, if there's anybody watching the freaking show and listening on Spotify and, you know, maybe you're not so sure about Logan, just send me your address and I'll write you a stern letter. Cause if you're not paying attention, <laughs> I mean. so well, I appreciate that, man. And, and likewise towards trust way, because uh, trust is always, it's always a pleasure just, you know, sharing a locker room with you. You're an awesome dude. And full transparency. I, I voted for you for captain too. Oh, my dude. Thank you. Yeah. Man. I'll, yeah. I will take that. You know what? I'll draft you again in fantasy. We'll call it even that. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> All right, dude. So, uh, so off season, I know obviously you got a lot focused on with the knee and getting back onto the field with us. Um, that, that timetable and recovery, do you, do you envision anything like getting to take the family anywhere, do some trips while also simultaneously doing some rehab? Like, does that kind of sideline you for the off season? How's that look? No, I think I think we have to, right? Yes. I think you got to escape it for some point in time. And so usually we do a, a Valentine's Day trip. So we'll take the boys out of school like two days early, like on a Wednesday, and we'll just drive. Um, usually when we're back home to Myrtle Beach. Um, okay. And so it's nice, nice little getaway. It's still not warm or anything, but there's plenty to do. And it uh, gets us out of the house and, you know, moving around a little bit. Um, and then me and the wife will definitely have to take a trip this year. Uh, so we had our honeymoon in St. Thomas, and so we'd like to take the whole family there at some point in time, too. So, oh, that'd be yeah. So, uh, my wife is one of five, and three of the five are already married, uh, including her. And, uh, and so we we have this this dream one day. The other ones are younger, and obviously, hopefully, get to marry some some good folks to add to the family. But I thought it'd always be cool, like with your siblings and their spouses wherever they went to their honeymoon just down the line somewhere all of the siblings and their spouses go to the same spot where like that couple spent their honeymoon and like even you listening to you talk about saint thomas like it just be it'd be fun like if brianna and i ever take a trip be like hey man where did you guys stay and we just get to go check it out. i think traveling oh, yeah. stuff like that's a blast man dude that'd be so fun i mean yeah. it's it is traveling as a family is awesome and like you said if you you to go with your, you know, your in-laws, that'd be, I mean, it's just fun just having more people around. I'll say my buddy got married on the beach uh, July 4th of this past year. And it was, everybody just stayed at the beach. And so they, they had like three, four days of partying after their wedding. It was pretty cool. That, dude, that is really cool. I uh, that, that's a that's a great way of doing that. I've heard of the beach weddings, but that's, de that's definitely a way to do it, man. Make a freaking trip out of it. Yeah. yeah. You got uh, you got any any like full blown bucket list trips? I know the wife's got Europe on her mind. Uh, 
I finally got to do Alaska. I got to go with my father-in-law and his dad, and we did a fishing trip. It was, bro, I just made some crispy fish tacos with the rockfish that I caught in Alaska today for lunch. I mean, dude, it's just the it's the bomb. You got any like bucket list out there you wanna hit one day? Either you and the wife, take the family, whatever. You know, absolutely. Uh, I've never really been much out of the country. I uh, went to London for the football game and right back. So I've never really been over to Europe. Never been to Hawaii, never been anywhere like that. Yeah. Um, but for me, I don't, traveling is, is cool and all. I'd love to travel, but like, I would love to go off, off the coast and just go fishing or fishing like in Alaska, like you said, or anything like that. I feel like, you know, being in the nature, being one would be pretty cool. That'd be very cool, man. So the, uh, I know we were talking a little bit before the show and you said that three of the dudes are full-blown in school the other two running crazy around is uh <laughs> so what my son Bo is about to turn four and he he is kind of finally starting to get like hey daddy plays football or we're watching the playoff games and you know he's saying hey those are daddy's friends out there I was like well some of them some kind of tick me off that's how it goes and <laughs> But like, so has that, has that been so fun for you? One, like as they get older, you being able to explain your journey and the adversity, like, I mean, what you guys are able to share um, to your kids of the things that you like, the moving, the back and forth, all that stuff. But has, has it been fun? Like with the five dudes, I mean, is football a thing or are they interested in the other stuff? Like what's the deal? They are in love with football. I mean, yes. Like, but they ask every season, all right, it's football season. Are we tackling? All right. Is it it's seven on seven season? Dad, sign me up. I've been yes. about seven on seven for two months and it's not till March. <laughs> I can't even sign up right now. Can y'all chill? Like so yeah, it's full blown, it's full blown football. Now, of course, they like to supplement a little basketball here. Yeah, y'all play baseball, they're like, no. And they, yep. they like to swing the golf club, so I'm I'm cool with yeah. that too. Yes, dude, you gotta you gotta get the knee right because man, we uh, it was such a it was such a tease that we never got the rounds. Dude, we got Mac. Mac wants in. J A. John Allen wants in. Dude, we gotta load up some guys and we gotta yeah. go get some golf outings. Once the knee's good to go, we load up off season right before training camp. Just I mean, dude, that that would just be so fun. I just want to see the amount of trash talking that takes place. <laughs> well, you know, you can only talk with so much trash when you're not real good. So your golf will expose you, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like if you don't yeah. have the right mindset on every shot, it's gonna start going haywire on you. Yeah, yeah. I was I was telling Terry uh last week that that we do the special secret Santa and cheese, uh, cheese got me for who he's getting gifts for. And he got me custom golf balls, like Pro V ones, nice ones. Yeah. But it says it says Tressway number five Washington football team. And, like, and like he and obviously he was excited. And I was like, dude, this is really great. I go, but if I ever like lose a ball, I have to go look for hours to find this. Cause if somebody stumbles across this, they're gonna be like, freaking Tressway lost the ball, man. Sweet shot. Like yeah. it's going on Twitter instantly. They're going, Hey, yeah. Tress, you lose your ball. It's yes, just dude, golf, golf will expose you, man. Yeah, we will do we'll. Obviously, the, the need takes precedence, but I mean, hey, you know, like golf, that's some serious camaraderie, man. We got to do it, throw some tunes on and hang out. But yeah, we will, we will do it, man. 
Dude, Logue, I, uh, I thoroughly enjoy our conversations in the locker room. Uh, this did not disappoint uh, doing it on Zoom, chatting with you. But, but I hope there's no bad blood for our final segment here on Hang Time. Um, we have a, a segment called Three and Out, sponsored by Theragun. Go to therabody.com to get your Theragun today. Um, obviously, you have a lot going on with the boys, a lot with family, a lot with rehab. And so I am going to give you the opportunity to win a free travel Theragun. Maybe the boys are sore from practicing two months early on seven on seven, get them a little bit on the back, on the legs, you know, get the soreness out. But dude, how it works is it's called three and out because I'm going to give you a trivia question and you have to give me, <clears throat> excuse me, three correct answers. All right. The question that I'm going to give you actually has six answers, but it's kind of a hard question. You have one minute to give me three of those six correct answers. Does that make sense? Got it. Logan, 60 seconds on the clock. Can you give me three official NCAA sports? There are six total. You give me three that end in I-N-G. Okay. Rowing. Rowing. Swimming. Swimming. And a bonus. Do you have a, uh, do you have a, never mind. Forget that. You do the three and out first. Do we have bowling? Bowling. Hold on. Time to time. Stop the timer. Hold on. I think. <laughs> Dude, so I just did. We did a we did a trivia night at a birthday party with our family, and this got this got goose egg. Not goose egg. There was, I don't think they said swimming. They blanked on swimming. They actually, you killed it. Can you think of any more of them off the top of your head? Golfing. I can't believe you pulled bowling. Would golf. Be golfing or just golf? Just golf. So that's what was getting people in trouble. Yeah. Okay. Oh, we got the timer going again. The timer does not matter. You won the there again. I just want to see you killed that. Yeah, I might be the only three I got. Uh, you got swimming, rowing, and bowling. I can't believe you got bowling. Curling? No. Dare I say one of the oldest sports in humanity. I think it was a part of the original, what? Running? No, but that's a- That's all track. Yeah. I don't know. Wrestling. Oh, yeah. That should be an easy one. Uh, wrestling. I went to a wrestling school. I should have known that. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Fencing. Fencing. Yeah. And then I'm blanking on the last one, sadly. But anyways, the fact that you pulled bowling, I think bowling is women's only, by the way. Really? Well, yeah. that makes sense. I've seen it on TV once. That's the only reason I caught bowling. <laughs> <laughs> Are you oh, like College bowling? College bowling. Do you guys ever take the kids like glow bowling or anything like that? Oh yeah, we went like last month. Dude, it's the bomb, man. Just just love it. We got a couple of family members that get real into it and they get a little ticked off whenever we go glow bowling because they really want to get after it and play some games. And I'm more like, hey, give me some cheese fries and some good music. I'm here for a good time. Absolutely. Look, you got nachos back there? Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> 
Well, Logue, this has been hang time, man. Thank you so much for coming on, dude. I, like I said, I always enjoy the combos. This was uh, nothing less than incredible. It was awesome catching up with you. And I'll see you in a few months, man. But coming on, or thanks for coming on and checking out hang time, man. Well, I appreciate you having me. You have a good off season. We miss you around here, but we'll see you soon. All right, buddy. Take care.